Montana roots run deep at one of Great Falls' newest downtown businesses. Named after a trailblazer in north central Montana, Annie's Tap House is serving up history and some great beer. That's coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And, and we're, we're No, no damn, damn Experts. Shannon, I couldn't be more excited about the guests that you found to put in the yeah. studio today. And I know why. It's because something that's within your eyesight. Within <laughs> <laughs> your range here. Hey, people, just before <laughs> Shannon gets started, our guests brought beer. They did. And it's the first mm. time. And we've had breweries on here before. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. We went to a brewery and did a podcast and oh. drank there. Sorry, Jeremiah, for sliding you. <laughs> Shannon, tell us who yes. we got today. Who's here? Yes, we have Dan and Kevin from Annie's Tap House. Woo! <laughs> I thought you were nice. saying something else. No. Welcome. <laughs> we're glad to have you guys here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank so, you. Dan, Kevin, thanks for being here. What do you each do? At Annie's Tap House, and how long have you been Great Falls residents? And what's your favorite thing about being in the beer business? Oh, wow, that could get us going for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're no damn experts at this, <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, well, dang it, we brought you on because we're not the experts you're right? supposed to be. Yeah. No, we, uh, uh, you know, we we share responsibilities, and we have a third partner, Steve, okay, as well, and he lives in Helena. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kevin and I you know, share responsibility on operations. Uh, we do a lot of, uh, networking, uh, and, and just working together. Um, Kevin handles a lot of the inventory and ordering beers and (laughs) which is awesome. That's, that's the better job, uh, by far. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and so keep the rotation going. We have, uh, 23 beers on tap with one being a root beer, uh, non-alcoholic. Yeah. and and so it's 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 a job do you you know keep that rolling and, and Kevin does a great job of keeping the rotation and, and there's some beers you just can't take off mm. um and Kevin can speak to that and then I I handle obviously payroll and scheduling all the all, the all, not, the, all the dirty stuff, stuff yeah. that <laughs> sucks sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but we have a great crew down there so mm. it's it's actually pretty easy I mean uh and we kept the the tap house real simple we don't serve food and things like that mm-hmm. at this point uh uh, we're partnered with the Commons on Central, mm-hmm. which is El Banco Coffee in there, all yeah. the things charcuterie, <laughs> and Tray 65. Mm-hmm. So so it's like a whole marketplace of small businesses under one roof Yeah, it's this that new- are collaborative together. Yeah, it's a newer concept. It just kind of oh, opened fairly recently the, with this idea of all of them being in this one spot. You can walk in, you get your... Get your coffee, get your beer, get your charcuterie board, get some party supplies, all kind of in that one, that one area. It's what a made party you? Place. Yeah. What made you decide to go into the commons with other people? Sorry, I'm distracting us, and we'll get back to the other questions. <laughs> Sorry, the three prongs questions. 
You know, we just kind of fell into it. Um, we, uh, we talked to the business owner, we were looking for a location obviously. And, and, um, it was a lot of his idea. Um, and it, uh, it really helped us too, because Mm -hmm. we really didn't need the entire space. Mm. Although we thought, well, we'll fill it up. And then, uh, and then pretty soon he, he came up with an idea of filling those spaces with other businesses. It is a concept that they have in other, uh, in other towns and other locations. Uh, so we thought we'd be a little unique anyway in, in bringing it all, uh, multiple businesses under the same roof that, uh, that do share the, the craft side of it, craft mm. beer, Albanco, their craft coffee, and then uh, charcuterie, obviously, and then having a, having an event center in the back. Yeah. So. Well, they just seem to complement each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. I mean, when the overall concept came together at first, you're a little bit worried about how people would perceive that, right? Sharing a space. Um, And we opened during winter, which really sucks. Uh, (laughs) The best time to open. The best time to open. High traffic, (laughs) drank a lot of beer. There you go. (laughs) But it actually, it did work out for us. Mm. Um, I think we can look back now and say it actually was the best decision because Mm. it gives you a chance to Mm. train test your operations, make sure everything runs smoothly and, uh, and then work together to see how it's all going to pan out. Uh, Cause if you open in summertime, it's, you're going to get crushed mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have time for those things. So, yeah. you know, you budget that in and, and you work it. And, uh, I think, you know, looking back, we'll be excited that we get to go into summer, um, you know, with smooth operations yeah. going forward. Having said that, we did open our doors to the public for the first time on the Christmas stroll, mm. um, and we did not get <laughs> big crushed. Night. Uh, hey. It was a big night. It was a really good night, a lot of fun, uh, and that really um, rejuvenated us and and um, told us that we were opening at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, for opening in the middle of winter, like that's a pretty big <laughs> high traffic night to decide for your opening night. However, Mighty Mo Brewery opened mm-hmm. Christmas Stroll um, many yeah. moons ago. Yeah. Seemed to do okay. Yeah. Might be like a good sign. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do that it. open on Christmas Stroll. If we can yeah. be as successful as those guys have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was a good idea. So we didn't hear your answer, Kevin, yet to Rebecca's three-prong opening question. Well, we got a little bit. Yeah. Kevin's in charge of inventory, which yeah. <laughs> does that include... Beer tasting. making or just beer tasting? <laughs> just beer tasting. Oh, <laughs> darn. Wow. <laughs> hey, I, I, know I think that's the easier part. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. So what what Dan really was trying to say is I took all the fun <laughs> stuff and he took all the not so fun stuff. <laughs> I make people happy. He makes uh, people less than happy when he Oh, I'm sorry. Doesn't payroll. Schedule them yeah. payroll. 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 He makes that those makes people, people happy, happy, maybe. Yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs> you got that small glimmer, mm-hmm. what, every two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> we each have uh, full-time jobs, too, though. Dan, uh, I'll let him talk about what he does uh, at the bank, but uh, I also work for the uh, the U.S. federal government out at mm. Malmstrom. So. Oh, mm. wow. Okay. So how did you two come together for this project? Uh, I married his sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. 
It's kind of a package. Damn it. Yeah. Package, it was a package deal for sure. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So this was in the works and the question was popped, okay, I guess. Yeah. The, the guy from Helena, somebody's brother. Oh, yeah. Your other partner. Yeah. So okay. Steve is my brother. Okay. Uh, so, yes, it's it's kind of a family yeah. type thing. Okay. Uh, well, good. And, but I will say, uh, you know, both Kevin and I and, and uh, Steve does not uh or is not able to drink beer that often, but mm. Kevin and I have always been beer fans and, yeah. and craft beer fans, especially in trying new beers and, and things like that. And, and, uh, Kevin, uh, we've had some great conversations over some craft beers, you know, <laughs> some of them about aliens, whatever, but you know, it's, uh, that's what happens when you start yeah. drinking craft uh-huh. beer. It's, it's pretty heavy, you know, it is the best bringer together. <laughs> yeah, it is. Of ideas, it's where good ideas happen. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, Bigfoot is a uh, common is topic. A common topic. My husband would like to come join you for this. Hey, those conversations. They've got a Bigfoot hunt up in the Sun River Canyon yeah. every year. Also, something my husband and and <laughs> wants we devoted to do. an yeah. entire episode of our podcast um, to aliens and Malmstrom Air Force Base and the <laughs> uh, Centene Stadium. So. Mm-hmm. These are all topics that are not new to us. Yeah, and you're in good company. So excited <laughs> that you also are talking mm-hmm. about them. Well, um, I think that's great yeah. uh, because <laughs> Gray Falls has such a, a cool history with that. You know, obviously the baseball park, yeah. uh, the alien sighting, and you know Bigfoot. Um, you know, we all have our little stories we like to tell. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you look back on uh, growing up here in Gray Falls, I I, I grew up here, mm. uh, graduating from CMR in '91. And uh, living in Great Falls, uh, right on, under Hill 57 there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, Some great growing up there. in the neighborhood, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and then leaving and coming back and a, a few times, uh, you know, so it's great to be back in Great Falls and, and uh, have an opportunity to open a small business here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Downtown of all places. Yeah. It's a fun hundred block. It's the fun hundred mm-hmm. block for sure. Yeah. We're going to make it the fun hundred <laughs> yeah. block. I'll tell you that. <laughs> awesome. Fresh beer helps with that, yeah. So your day job's at a bank, which then kind of lines up with uh, the not the fun part of the job that you yeah. take up. I would have to assume there's not well, a lot of creative things that happen at a bank, even though we <laughs> want that to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know both Kevin and I though have uh, strong operational experience as well. I mean, Kevin's been a leader, um, you know, in the in the military. Um, and uh, he can he can talk a little bit more about that. But um, in in my career, I've been everything from a regional vice president to um, even a CEO of a company. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I've had tons of operational experience. It's just different when you open your own thing, mm, and yeah. yep. it's it's been a fun experience um, to do that. I mean, I um, have run a you know ninety million dollar company, and and so but when you when it's your responsibility. Uh, to show up every day um, with your money um, at risk, it's mm-hmm. it's a di- it's a it's a little bit different. Yeah. But uh, you know, we kept things really simple again uh, in the tap house, and uh, you know, <clears throat> so I think our prior experience uh, helped with that in in saying, hey, you know, there's going to be a time we can go big. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we're going to keep it real simple, uh, and uh, and it's paid off really really well. Annie's will be your next ninety million dollar company you'll run. <laughs> right. <laughs> think of positively here. Yeah. 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 So um, on that front, I think people are familiar with tap houses because that's usually what is connected to a brewery in order to sample the beers. There's no is there brewing 
I, I, I always ask the questions wrong. So <laughs> is there brewing happening at Annie's Tap House or is it simply a tap house so that we can get our get our listeners mind right around this concept? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a tap house. We um, There's people in town who brew beer um, very, very well. We didn't, <laughs> We don't know anything about the brewing side of it. So we thought, you know, we'll just let them do the brewing work and we will sell the product for them. Mm. So all of our products are brought in from, uh, we always have, uh, we always represent beers from the local, mm. uh, the local brewers. And then we'll bring in things from, uh, the, from the surrounding area, the rest of Montana. And then we, we reach out regional to, uh, Washington state, Oregon, uh, we've got Colorado, Idaho beers on. So, and some of those aren't easy to get. So I have to assume you're having to travel a little bit to sample the product. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do some of that. Uh, unfortunately, open in the winter, put a little bit of a, yeah. it, it put a little bit of a damper on that. But when the weather gets better there, we will be able to reach out a little further and even breweries around the state that don't uh, distribute or go through a distributor, we can hook up with them, travel to them. And as long as we pick up the kegs there and then take them back, uh, we can provide those to uh, the folks at Great Falls. If you're ever need, if you're ever looking for a person in that department. <laughs> the driver or the taster? Um, I will drive. I will taste. I will, be, I will, I will put your money on the line and say... <laughs> We would like a keg of that beer. I'll tell you <laughs> and what. And then I'll, I'll haul it back. We'll drive. You can taste. <laughs> there you okay? go. Until hey, we get back. Quite the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, seems like a deal. And, and just we to might. add add on to what Kevin was talking about, we do have obviously our own beer. Mm-hmm. So we have the Annie's Homestead Hef, Hefeweizen, mm-hmm. which uh, is here in studio with in us studio today. today. Yes, we can see it. And then we have. Uh, Annie's uh, Hellesbach German Lager mm. on tap as well. And releasing this month will be the Sand Hills uh, uh, Scottish Ale. Oh. Uh, so we do, we'll have an IPA in the future as well. Um, and those are all done, the recipes, everything by Missouri River Brewing Company out of East Helena. And we know Scott really well out there and, and he's done a phenomenal job of building these beers for us. And, and it's kind of special for us to just know that we've got our own Annie's beers on yeah. tap, right? Yeah. And we didn't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, cause, you know, cause you need an expert, you need yeah. a scientist to do that kind of stuff. And these, these brewers are phenomenal in what they do. You think about all the beers mm-hmm. and all, just Montana, think about all the breweries that are here and uh, from small little towns to to the largest ones like Big Sky and stuff and the amount of work it takes to yep. to produce these beers and, mm-hmm. and, and make really good craft beer and, and to compete against the big guys, the domestics. It's it's phenomenal. The whole industry has taken off over the past 20 years. Well, and this partnership idea, I think, is just, you know, when the craft beer scene kind of started back up, I will say, because it I mean, that was what you got back in the day. It's not like you just go to the the uh, town pump and <laughs> grab your six pack. Mm-hmm. You're a lot of brewing your own. And Great Falls has a long history of brewing beer uh, locally. But that idea of partnership um, when the craft beer started was more like, I'm going to brew my own beer. I'm going to have all this capital investment. I'm going to have all this kind of labor intensive 
long time to product development. And we've kind of cut that because people have capacity, people are willing to partner. And I would just love to see when Montanans get to work with Montanans. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Well, I'll do a quick shout out to you to the um, Cascade Historical Museum there. Mm. If you get a chance, go down there and yeah. see their brewery section, the, right? I don't yeah. think people realize that in 1894, the Volk Brothers Brewing was the first one for the Great Falls area. And then 1895, you had you followed that up with Montana Brewing Company and um, American Brewing Company. And it wasn't until 1933 that we saw Great Falls Brewing Company mm. after Prohibition. Obviously, the other, the other three were ended because of Prohibition. Yeah. But for years, you know, pieces of the original brewery for Montana Brewing Company was still where the new courthouse is. Yeah. Um, and most people don't think about that. Like there was a brewing culture here prior to mm. Prohibition, mm-hmm. but it, it was strong with three brewers here. Um uh, so it's kind of cool and there's still memorabilia. So if you get a chance, go down there and see that before they take it off. It's mm-hmm. really, really cool mm-hmm. to learn that history. Yeah. I think when Christy told us the, about the beer exhibit, I, of course, fell in love with the idea. I'm like, that's just the greatest idea <laughs> it is a ever. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Down at the History Museum. <laughs> but on that history vein, there's a lot of history and connection to the stories of where Annie sprung from. Yeah. So... Tell us a little Tell more about, about that. Annie. Like, I don't know what the story's coming. <laughs> well, that's the the fun part about uh, opening the tap house. Obviously, when you first start planning something like this, you, you come up with names. Um, and we kept coming back to Annie um, simply because you can tell a great story and yeah. we could build the tap house around that story. So we try to bring that historical element into the building, you know, the building's like 1886, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, we have the original brick, the original ceiling, original floor. So it all came together. So Annie being m- my great grandmother and Steve's as well, um, Kevin's somehow. You're adopted. Yeah, yeah. You're adopted. adopted yeah. yeah. Kevin's adopted into it. My husband um, always says, these people aren't my family because if we're not married, I will never see them again. I'm like... <laughs> Such a like, weird way to think of it at this point. Right. That is but it's your still, family. Right now it's your family. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. And so Annie, born in 1873, hmm. uh, makes her way with her family, you know, across from Illinois to Missouri to Oregon. And then they land in, in the Palouse area, Albion, hmm. Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a strange story to begin with because when she's 18 years old um, in 1891, we actually have that picture uh, in the tap house there. Um, and she marries her stepdad. So, um, yes. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. Um, (laughs) was okay. So this is, this is, that's a crazy part of the story. It's a little weird, but Um, let's just clarify. Not at the same. Was her stepdad currently married to her mom? mom? Yeah. So her mom died. Okay. Oh, Um, see. Okay. Yes. So her mom passed away after still a weird turn. After yeah. a, a, a yes, <laughs> after a, a difficult birth, mm. um, and so it, it was a few years later. Um, you know, after all that happened, that she married. It may even been kind of a forced marriage kind of mm. thing. You know, um, they had children, and and so you know, it, it's it's that's the part of the story that's really really strange but yeah but it was the 1800s and, and right. that wasn't really uncommon you know we try to put our own <laughs> yeah. today's thoughts on yeah. that behavior mm-hmm. eh, the yeah. things back then were a little strange 
but, all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, when you think about back then, I mean, they did what they had to do to survive kind of yeah. thing. Right. Um, but yeah. he dies in 1907. Uh, oh. And <laughs> short marriage. We, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and we find Annie um, on the Great Northern um, Railroad coming mm. to Montana hmm. um, in 1909. So two years later, she comes to Montana. And on November 15th, 1909 she's in line at the courthouse uh to get her land and you know it's kind of cool to think because in the newspaper november 16th uh you can actually read about her in standing in line um in 1909 so at some point we'll have that paper uh the newspaper clipping and everything in the in the tap house so people can see that um she's actually there so after tons of uh uh looking back and going through documents and history and getting even the Montana Historical Society, which she has a place there now. Um, So one of the cool things is, is that it was determined that she really was the first um, in North Central Montana, first woman in North Central Montana to use the Homestead Act and and get land. Um, And, you know, the the important part of the story is that not only did she get land, because lots of homesteaders came, right? Um, More than 80% of them never stayed Mm. you know harsh winters Mm -hmm. hard farming she actually proved up her land and in 1914 her she gets her patent signed by woodrow wilson oh my gosh Um, and we'll have that hanging up as well i'm having that professionally done so you know the story is really to honor she was really tough you think about the winters here oh my gosh in 1909 and 1910 i couldn't make it you know yeah i I could trying to shovel my driveway like (laughs) there's very little from the 1800s or 1900s (laughs) I'm equipped to survive. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go on record. Grateful I wasn't there. born then. Yeah. Right. Oof. So I think, I think, you know, we looked at that and we thought, you know, we could really tie that into the whole story of the Tap House and become kind of a historical place where people, when they come here from for tourism and things like that, to go, hey, you know what? We've got to go to Annie's to check out. So if you, yeah. one of the cool things that we have there is um, our rail, we have a, a footrest that is an actual Great Northern 1902 Carnegie Steel railroad track. Oh my gosh. Uh, and it surrounds the whole bar. Um, and then we have an 1899 boxcar uh, hanging on the wall that's Great Northern as well and wow. has the, the lettering and everything on it. So we brought in some historical elements to it. Heck, our cooler is even 30 years old. <laughs> that's a story in itself for maybe another podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, we really tried to bring that historical in, and obviously the Goodwood guys did an amazing job on our bar top, mm. which follows the the Sun River from Power uh, Fort Shaw area is where her land ah. was all the way through to the Missouri. That's that so cool. call makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Susan had called and she's like, hey, I'm working on a project and I need to know significant items for along the river. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so we had a great discussion. Now yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Have them come down and uh, they can see all of that. <laughs> yeah. That's really neat that there's all these little elements like literally ingrained in. But the what a great there. story. The yeah. tenacity that we know Great Falls for um, mm-hmm. embodied in one 
amazing mm-hmm. woman. Yes. Is today International today Women's Day? Today is International Women's <laughs> Day. It is Look when we're recording this, which just is perfect. And I mean, this is past then, but you're honoring her today. We shared this on our, our social by giving some some drinks out, especially to Annie's. Right. <laughs> There's yeah, a so- free beer option. I'm sorry, people. You're listening today. Right. <laughs> free beer was yesterday. <laughs> My favorite thing to say. But yeah. you missed it. <laughs> but you are giving away free beer to some people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if you're if your name is Annie mm-hmm. today, yeah. come in, show your ID and the yeah. drink. Only today. first Only drink today, is on us. Which is in the past. Yeah. It's in the past. <laughs> um but uh, you know, hopefully you saw it on social media yeah. and, and it spun around. So uh and then a dollar off all all pints. Um or wine, whatever you want. Uh, today we're celebrating women, and and the thing is, Annie, 150. She turned 150 years old this year, January 10th. So it's it's a great time, great great thing to honor. Uh, 150 the years. Mm-hmm. So much has changed. Yeah. Ideally, you don't have to marry your stepdad. That's the unless biggest you, one. Uh, let's unless, not, unless you want let's, to. Let's get past that part, okay? Let's, uh, we don't need to. So, we don't need to hang on that line. When um, no, Annie was working her land, she had kids. How many did she have? Yes. Yeah, so she actually had nine kids total. Oh, wow. Yes, and and by the time she moved to Montana, um, a few of them were older, obviously, yeah. um, and so she brought three. Uh, with her okay. Um, okay. from Washington. Yeah. So, yep. That's just incredible. Like, her story is so inspiring. And did she, do you know, uh, did Evelyn Cameron, the photographer, ever feature her? Do you know, uh, Evelyn Cameron was a uh, photographer, does know anyone know what I'm talking about? Now? Okay. I'll just move, I'll just <laughs> say my piece and move on. <laughs> Evelyn Cameron was a uh, photographer who featured a lot of women who were, Farmers, rancher had their own homesteads, things like that. There's a, a book actually that's compiled oh. of uh, women homesteaders um, oh, and features a, a lot of the photos Evelyn Cameron took. So yeah, might need to look at that yeah. book to, yeah. to to see. I mean, uh, she'd have been in Power, Montana. Okay, so, so maybe that's possible. I have a copy of the book. When we're done, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for her in that book. So, Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Evelyn anyway. Cameron from this area or national? I don't remember. I just know. So oh. my husband's. Uh, Grandma was, uh, oh. they were friends, and Evelyn Cameron shot photos of her, uh-huh. and she's in that book, so that's why I know about it. But see, yeah. educational <laughs> all the way around here on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. So that was a random side note since I'm the only one who, uh, <laughs> who knows anything like about knows what I'm talking about. But, um, but yeah, I'll look in that book because I would venture to guess she might be mentioned in some capacity in it. But yeah, anyway, does your family still own the land? No, I know. Yeah. Is there a sordid, weird story with that? No, it's, you know, she, in 1929, Annie decided to move and settle in Wolf Creek and she Hmm. had a dairy. She owned 400 acres off of uh, uh, Holter Lake, which is still Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) And that's, you know, the tragedy of all of it is that, uh, you know, her death was caused by being hit by a car oh, wow. in 1940 oh, wow. from a guy out of Michigan while she was crossing the street in, oh. in Wolf Creek. And and so oh, she died about a year later after her injuries. And, and oh, uh, how heartbreaking. so, yeah, yeah, it's a very heartbreaking yeah. story because, uh, you know, I, even my mother would never got a chance to meet her, mm, you know. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, all those years of history, wow. it have been cool to know. Yeah. And, and so a lot of that, is lost because, mm. uh, you know, once she was gone, uh, right. 
uh, the family, none of the family members were really up in that area. So they were all here in Great Falls. And I always find it so interesting. Um, my dad did a bunch of research on our family and, and for years, I mean, I could trace our family history to the, a few trailer parks, um, <laughs> that I was raised in and, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't go very far, but he was able to kind of put a book together and I say a book it's like a three inch binder three <laughs> ring binder of things like had I known I might have done something better with my life but we had family that was part of the declaration of independence oh and my gosh. statesmen and I'm like well something where did where did where did our family make the turn <laughs> You know, from being part of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> but it's just interesting yeah. when, when you don't get that full history or that full um, set of data on people. And it wasn't like they had podcasts in the 18 and 1900s where you could just kind of capture that. So being able to keep your family history alive is really mm -hmm. kind of a neat thing. What was Annie's last name? Busby. Busby. So Barnes okay. was her maiden name. Busby okay. was her married okay. name. Huh. Yeah. I, I love it. I love being able to share her story and then also knowing when you go, you, there's a story behind your beer and the experience well, that, where you are and why And not you just the story behind the beer, but the people that are in charge mm -hmm. of it are part of that legacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Kevin made a great point during our KRTV interview, which was a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll have people come in and you know, look at our bar top and go, I live right there. <laughs> it's like, cool. That's, you know? that's great. And yeah. that's, that's the idea of it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I think Kevin also said earlier, you know, trying to be a little bit unique, you know, we don't play loud music and things like that. We really want it to be that place where it's more like a brewery in, mm -hmm. in, in a sense. Um, you know, we get people in there to have great conversation and mm -hmm. that's what we like the most mm -hmm. is is you can play cards at the tables we have uh playing cards at all, all the tables and we get uh cribbage boards all that kind of stuff and that really invites even families to come in mm -hmm. you know because we have root beer on on tap and and we hope to do some craft root beer flutes Ooh, this summer perfect. so we're working on that right yeah. now uh so but but it's really cool to say that, you know, we're trying to be just a little bit different or a little bit unique. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say we're any better um, or anything like that. It's just um, we set out with a goal to be just a little bit different from mm -hmm. everybody else. But that's helpful. Um, you know, being a business nerd myself, you probably shouldn't be the same as everyone else. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Don't try to be everybody else. Yeah. Well, how about I'm going to ask Kevin a question. Dan, maybe you can pour us some of the Homestead Hefeweizen and we can try. Um, Kevin, when you're talking about, obviously, you know, it's not brewed right there, but what uh, what influence do you have? Do you say, hey, we want to create a Hefeweizen to honor Annie and we want to have notes of this, this, and this? Or do you just <laughs> say, go to town, this is the name of it? How does that process work? Because you're not brewing it there, but you have kind of specific name and vision because it's representing Annie. So I'll give Scott all the credit in the world okay. for this. Scott asked us questions. Okay. So he drew, he drew it out of us. He asked, you know, what was, what was the ancestry? So, uh, you know, Dan said she, um, they have German ancestry. So he's like, great, mm. we'll go with the German Hefeweizen, you mm. know. Um, and then he, he brewed it. He told us exactly 
what he was going to do, how he was going to do it, sounded good to us, and it turned out <laughs> even better. Oh. So it's our number one seller. Um, yeah. Is it just, your favorite? Are you a Hefe Weizen fan, or are you more of a... I am. I probably lean a little more toward the IPAs, so, so okay. I'm excited for one of those coming mm -hmm. up. Um, my uh, my granddad is going to be featured on the uh, the label for the oh, Sand Hill oh, Scottish cool. Ale coming up, so I'm I'm excited about that. As soon as some of my family back in Nebraska saw it, they uh, they're pretty excited about yeah. it too. So, so Nebraska is your original home. Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's a full glass too. My goodness. You shouldn't have said nice. that on the radio. <laughs> it's not the radio. No, it's not the radio. So don't worry. It's not going to be on the radio. <laughs> wow. Mm. I'm gonna... It's a nice dark color. Darkish. Not a pale ale. It's a true Hefeweizen. Yes. I'm going to, while we're recording this, take a picture oh. of us with our beers while we're while we're recording and share do this I, here. Do I have to do something? You know, I'm not good with this camera thing and <laughs> pictures. I'm and trying to get the you're doing phone your to thing. open. Yeah. It's a good caramel color. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. go. That's the way it should be. Okay. Let's, Smells uh, good. All glasses in here for a picture. Are we in there? Oh, I'll do the wide view. There we go. One, two, three. All right. So real time, people can go check our picture out of <laughs> when we're having our beer. There you go. Yeah. And... How fun for you, listeners, mm. to hear us take a picture. Yeah, here's a picture. Have a drink. Ooh, that's smooth. I like it. It's right. very like light. Very light. Mm -hmm. and, and Scott did such a phenomenal job oh, in, wow. in in crafting this beer. In that, it's a traditional German Hef. Yeah. Um. You know, y there are American style Hefs as well, and and so it's really got that mm. banana and clove flavor. Yeah. Right. Ooh, yeah. And, and so very. You, front forward kind of taste and, mm -hmm. and you can really kind of feel it, it stays with you right mm -hmm. uh that just a powerful taste but it's it's that light it's not yeah, like a there's no... i expected that deep wheat mm -hmm. heaviness yeah me mm -hmm. talking like i know everything about <laughs> i know i'm like okay <laughs> i have well, to figure out how to talk about this like, I'm... You... <laughs> i don't know you keep agreeing with me <laughs> like i know uh -huh. what i'm talking <laughs> about well you, sound you do good. love your beer yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is a banana. When you say that, I'm like, oh, okay, I can taste that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I and I think that's that helpful. Like, you Yeah, can, it is. You know something's there. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, that is just not what I was expecting with a Hefeweizen. And it was no. It is, like, like you said, <laughs> I'm <laughs> agreeing with you. But the lightness of it is nice because often Hefeweizens are my favorite. They're my go-to. But they can be heavier uh but this one's we have goes a lot down of folks that, yeah we have a lot of folks that come in that uh always tell us well i'm not really into craft beer but i want to try something mm. this is one of them that we will uh that we'll let them try yeah and a lot of times this is their go-to then because mm -hmm. because it is uh it's not it's not so much in your face no yeah. It's it's easily drinkable. Mm -hmm. Are you the kind of craft beer snobs that look down on people who are like, oh, I'm just going to have Michelob Ultra? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. We, that, we, we sell that. People. <laughs> <laughs> we, we sell that in our place as well. It's it's not on tap. It's in mm -hmm. cans. But we, we do sell that. Um, and, yeah, when we started this, you know, you, you really want to – you really want to find your niche and stick with it. 
But when it comes down to it, it was more important to us to get people into the location mm-hmm. and experience it. Yeah. Because uh, that's what we want. We, we, we chose a certain as- atmosphere and we want people to experience it. And hey, if you don't want to drink uh, any of our craft beers that we have on tap, then I'm pretty sure we have some still get you hydrated in some way. Absolutely. (laughs) So what are the hours at Annie's Mm -hmm. Tap House? I mean, because in this shared space, do you all, like at a mall, have to keep the same hours? Or like you're there till 2 a.m. and people are starting to make their own (laughs) charcuterie board? People at the charcuterie place are like, oh my gosh, let's go home. (laughs) Well, just like good fences make good neighbors, good good locked doors make make. Make good uh, yeah. uh, business partners. And um, uh, no, we don't all keep the same hours. Um, uh, several of the businesses, uh, they don't have to have established hours. So mm. they're kind of, they kind of come in as their schedule fits. Um, and then Al Banco, they actually open before we do. They open at seven and then they close at three. By that time, we have servers in there. We're open. And we actually, during most weekdays, Monday through Thursday will be open from noon till nine. Hmm. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, we're open from noon till 11. And then on Sundays, we open a little bit earlier at 11 and then close a little earlier at seven. Those hours will fluctuate as we get into the su- uh, spring and summer. Hmm. Uh, I guarantee you during the uh, farmer's market, we'll be open. Ask at, about that. We'll yeah. We'll be open at eight mm-hmm. because we can. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. oh, but opening earlier, folks, yeah. is illegal uh-huh. for them. <laughs> well, uh, you can yes. open at seven. You just can't serve anything just, till you, eight. Well, that, root beer. That's exactly can, true. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And we could serve root mm-hmm. beer. We do, we do have, it's just uh, mean, though. <laughs> we, we do have other, um, soda products and stuff that we could serve. We cannot serve any beer or wine before eight. Um, but we don't stay up until two, although we could, but, uh, you know, we all have families we want to get home to and, uh, yeah. you know, to some extent, I, I guess, I think nothing, nothing good happens yeah. after midnight. We will, uh, let other, other establishments handle um, those. Handle that. Yeah. I think that's, that's smart there. Yeah. yeah and I think what is kind of cool you know we we always get the question why would you choose first block you know the Mm. fun block and (laughs) if you look at the data though um for downtown and everything i mean it's where it's gonna have to grow right uh you know keller geist um you know at some point we 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 imagine they they will they will open up as well um and get reopened, which would be really fun. Um, That's the dream and, we all have. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and you need that. You need a downtown that mm-hmm. has multiple options for alcohol. Right. I mean, that's yeah. what makes a downtown. people tend to wander, right? right. It's a, mm-hmm. it, they tend to wander and come down. But when you look at the data, the farmer's market is such a huge event, you yeah. know, especially now that COVID's kind of done and out of the mm-hmm. way. You know, last year, I mean, while we were building the site, we were watching people as they pound on our we grab our door and try to open it we're like oh, oh not yet we we'll could, throw you we could serve you but light, but. yeah we don't have a license yet yeah. uh so uh but really when you look at it i, I think it's uh, all of downtown is going to be special someday and and mm-hmm. and i think as griffles grows um and and with the farmer's market and everything number one reason we said yeah let's go with this site yeah. the historical side number one it fit what the space we needed but number two, the data supports it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good spot too with, 
talking about the farmer's market with El Banco in there, too, because you can get in groups that, you know, somebody is ready for a beer, wants a beer, somebody just wants a coffee to get, you know, depending on the timing and the more kind of open family atmosphere you're going to get, because some people may be like, oh, I don't really want to, you know, beer at 8 a.m. And others are like, yeah, beer. But it, 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 it <laughs> allows <a> you. <laughs> exactly. It allows oh. you to have both the, the the coffee, the beer, the it feels open and welcoming and not a dark, dingy kind of bar experience. That's not what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about being uh, a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, business can be a win-win and, and should. If you're trying to go at it on your own, uh, you're probably going to fail along the mm-hmm. way. So the other thing I want to say is uh, with the downtown, uh, Dan and I are both first time business owners. So I wasn't sure what to expect when we, when people found out that we were opening this up, uh, if they served the same sort of product, I was afraid that it would be their competition. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to put them down and, and, and win this. And we, it hasn't been that way at all. Mm-hmm. Everybody, um, it, yeah. Any place served beer, wine, alcohol has uh, has embraced us down there for the exact reason Dan talked about. Because people typically don't just go to the one place and spend five hours there. Mm-hmm. They will come into one place, have a drink or two, and then move move down. And you just get that constant flow of people throughout all of our establishments. And and that's that's kind of what we're seeing even in the wintertime. But uh, it'll be even more so in the spring and summer, and mm-hmm. that's exciting. So let me be the first to tell you, Great Falls has an amazing annual event on May 13th called the Greatest Damn Mimosa Showdown. And we do have beer entries that are beer mosas. So <laughs> I would encourage you to be a part of that chaos that we produce. <laughs> so... We we will and uh, Yay. Uh, actually we um, put out to our staff come up with a cool bimosa. So we're letting the staff kind of decide on let's let how how we should do that and and um, they're ama- they're we have an amazing staff by the way. Mm-hmm. So they they came up with much better ideas than Dan and I would have. <laughs> mine mine was uh mine was an Annie's with a uh, little garnishment. That was it. <laughs> Hey, that's a solid, that's a solid player. <laughs> Throw a sprig of mint on there and call it good. Call it good. <laughs> yeah. And mine wasn't any better. So, because I had nothing. Now, let's just say that. Uh, but yeah, we, no, I mean, we, we have to give a shout out to our staff. You know, when we opened, we had no idea. I mean, with servers and things like that. But, you know, we have everything from real experienced uh, staff members to, to, some green ones and um, they've all done an amazing job. And, and it's, it's difficult because, you know, from an operational side of things, you know, our number one thing, because we don't have food and things like that, we have to hit it on customer service. Mm. Um, And so we stress that every day. And um, if we give great service, great beer, you know, great atmosphere, that's a win for us. And, and, and so, you know, uh, we got to give that shout out to the staff because we get a lot of comments on whether it be Google or whatever that uh, they people are getting a great experience at mm-hmm. the tap house. And that's exactly what we wanted. And I do want to say here, uh, since we've mentioned food a couple of times, we do <laughs> not serve uh, food in in uh, in the commons in uh, in Annie's tap house. However, 
we do allow outside food in. Hmm. So we have some great food options right around Annie's. You've got Tracy's, which is just catty corner across the street. Got Celtic Cowboy, Keller Geist. I couldn't name everybody because I'll leave a lot of people out. <laughs> right. You can you can bring your own food in. You can have food delivered mm. uh, from any anywhere. So we do allow that. And later on in the spring and summer, we will be utilizing food trucks. Mm, and uh, yeah. so we've teamed up with, with a lot of them. Again, this is all in the vein of partnering with people. Mm. And, uh, and if, if they can help us and we can help them, I, I don't know how it gets any better. Yeah. And I will say, uh, just to give a plug here, you know, uh, all the things Charcuterie does, some uh, little boxes for us, the grab, uh, graze and go boxes mm. and some singles and things like that. And that has been super successful. So you'd have those to be able to. Right. Yeah, That's kind of the snack, snack mm-hmm. kind of food. Yeah. And we, I mean, cause we have small snacks in there, but you know, I mean, what's better? You know, than yeah. salami and cheeses right. and stuff know, like that. That's a great, which is honestly, have a beer with that. Like, that's a great little meal. I believe if my husband would let me, we would live on <laughs> salami and cheese. Right. <laughs> and and just, beer. Hey, yeah. assemble your own, mm-hmm. eat until you're full. I don't care what it does to mm-hmm. your bowels. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then on Fridays, El Banco offers uh, cold sandwiches as mm, well. Yeah. So a couple different options there. And maybe that will expand as time goes as well. Yeah. But, you know, it's just small steps right now. And we're trying to find ways to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are excited uh, for, you know, the food trucks because I think we'll we'll do a couple days a week, maybe three, something like that. Try it out. See how it goes. But um, I think that brings one more option downtown that wasn't available before yeah. on a consistent basis. I so, love that idea. Grab it from the food truck. Come in. Sit down with your beer. Yeah. It's a good concept. And I think there will be a lot of people that even even if they travel across town to get to that uh, that food truck, they may see some of the other food options down there. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe that they hadn't tried before and they'll go in there. So it's, we're not, I don't believe we're going to, that you're going to find we're pulling, uh, pulling people from these other places. I think we're bringing them down and making them aware Mm -hmm. of what's available downtown. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. And you also have some events. Oh. That you're doing at Annie's? Tell us about those. We do. So, I mean, so you know? <laughs> we've done everything from sort of shot in the dark there. <laughs> Research. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, you know, we've done yoga, uh, which oh. is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, have Dan you and I done yoga? We, yeah, we <laughs> don't like, do yoga. Come on. You need to, though. That's the show off the experience. Right. <laughs> uh, Everybody can do yoga. Yeah. I don't look good and stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be a requirement. You're gonna... <laughs> right. So oh. yoga. Yoga. Mm-hmm. It, we've tried that. That's been uh, super succe- mm-hmm. successful with Sage. Uh, and uh, we've done that twice now. And we'll, we'll continue to do that. Um, and then uh, we have fly tying night on Tuesdays. And I think it's every other Tuesday. Is that right, Kevin? Uh, yes. Uh, so you know, that's a fun one because uh, we both kind of enjoy fly fishing and and, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So, of course, that's a Montana thing. Yeah, I was like, how much more Montana can you get? Go in, drink some beer, fly some fly some ties. Yeah, tie fly some <laughs> flies. Is that Annie's? Yes. It's, yeah, it's kicking, kicking in. It's already, huh? Uh, but, yeah, no, th- that's a that's kind of a – it fits our atmosphere as well. Uh, so, you, you, great conversation tying flies and learning how to tie flies and it is free to the public um really and it's yeah yeah um fred down from the uh, north 40 fly fly shop 
he comes down and he shows he shows people how to tie flies. Uh, you can come down, tie one or two. Um, your first drink is free if you're participating in that. Oh my! And it wow. is free to the public. So yeah, free fly tying and a beer. We yes. um, have had yeah, Fred wow. Tallene on our podcast more than once. The first time he came on, told us all about, I don't even remember what he was talking about, <laughs> fishing. Um, had to have been. Before my time. The though. second time he came on, we had done some research on him and found <laughs> out he was like a world uh, champion in the Hall of Fame for fish outfitting, guiding. Mm. Just ne- he neglected to share that <laughs> as that. part of his resume <laughs> when he first talked to us. So Fred's, Fred's very humble. He is. Yes. Mm. He's very quiet. Like he's like, yeah, I fish. I'm, I'm kind of good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's then, pretty fun. Yeah. So, it's kind of some, you know, and, and, and uh, so Steve, uh, my brother there, uh, or, or uh, the third partner, he does a lot of the bookings and stuff. So he's working on, um, uh, some small concerts, things like that, that mm. we'll do. Just some, you know, a single guy guitar, a couple guys. Music. Uh, yeah. April second will be our first one live performance. Uh, Joe Ryan. Mm. Uh, uh, so yeah. uh, that's four to six. Uh, so again, we'll build on that as we get into summer, um, and and try to have a couple uh, live events like that um, uh, per month, kind of thing. Um, but the one we really look forward to is obviously Craft Beer Week in June. Yeah, um, Cruising the Drag is coming as well, mm-hmm. which we're gonna yeah. we're a sponsor for that, a small sponsor, but we we made it on the t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we are, you on, are on the there. t-shirt. Uh, so yeah, that that's exciting, and um, I think that you know, obviously draws a lot of people downtown and, and helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Craft Beer Week, we missed it last year and, you know, building out the site and everything. And um, so we will be doing, look forward to uh, some events we'll be doing. Uh, we're doing a collaboration with Missouri River Brewing. Uh, so kind of a tap room takeover, but it'll be more like a, just a party. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so, Thanks for calling it what it really yeah. is. Yes, it's, it's going <laughs> to be party. a big <laughs> right. party. I'll disguise it, yeah. Uh, so you, you probably get to taste some uh, Missouri River beers that, you know, don't get distributed that often. And, and then plus, of course, we'll have our Annie's. And uh, at that time, our IPA will release. So Ooh, that's good timing. So I'm not an IPA fan in general. However... We used to have a sales director here, Kristen, who is, she was tiny. She still is. She just doesn't work here. (laughs) So like she's five foot, 90 pounds. And she told me, she's like, no, you have to drink this beer. Um, It was a New England IPA. And I just looked at her. I'm like, I don't really like IPA. She's like, stop your mouth. (laughs) Drink this beer because it's a New England IPA, which is not the same as a regular IPA. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Oh my God, I loved it. Hmm. I said it. She says, I told you. <laughs> so when you say IPA, are you talking New England or the <laughs> hoppy stuff I don't like? <laughs> that a lot of people do. <laughs> this will be a you know traditional IPA. Okay. Yeah. yeah, stick with this one. So yeah. stick well, with I'm the just hell. asking because you know I'm or the co-host of this, so I can make it about me. You can also try our our Hellesbach German Lager, mm-hmm. uh, which is also pretty good but our hef is the number one seller in the tap house by for far. good reason i'm very much enjoying it you've only had one the hefeweizen yeah well, 
Maybe Oops. the others will be ones you like better. Maybe. It's, it's but I, I have it's getting to Shannon. No. She's, she's like <laughs> it's really she's, not. I just she's it, moving it's forward. It's making right. it seem like it's getting to me because I keep hitting my headphones on the mic. Yeah, it's not it's just no. But Hefeweizens are my like go to. So oh, okay, for me it would be hard to convince you otherwise. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna sample it. them all. Yeah. Well, it's sample them all for sure. Yeah. You know, locally, you you know, damn fog is you know. Classic. So awesome, classic, yeah. and and still one of our favorite beers as well. You know, so uh, and that's a cool thing about being part of this culture is mm-hmm. building on that with Mighty Mo and and Jeremiah Johnson and Black Eagle and and, and Harvest Moon is to take part in that and and get to share their beers with the public as well. So, yeah. um, so that that part's really cool, and and we you know hope to partner with all of them at some point mm-hmm. uh, to do some special events. We try to keep a. Uh, a rolling uh, options on on tap, you know, um, so that if if you have a certain type of beer that you like, you can come in and hopefully find it, find at least one of them on, on tap. Well, I find out when I'm not doing a very good job doing all the ordering <laughs> because pretty soon people start asking for the types of beer that I don't have on tap oh. at the time. So the New England style was was one of them that uh, people kept coming in and asking for, and I'd failed to have have those on tap. Uh, and from time to time, you know, ciders, sours. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just Friday night, I let one of our most popular ciders um, uh, go out. empty, and I did not have one on. <laughs> oh, did not go I, well. I did not. It, it, it did not go well. I, had, <laughs> I specifically had people come in uh, asking for it, and when they found out it was not on uh their tenor changed and they said where's kevin oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, we need to speak uh, with kevin yeah. but, but you know what some some customers stepped up uh <laughs> they 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 drained the keg so i could actually put that back on oh my so gosh. yeah you know we <laughs> we've got amazing customers there. they yeah. they sure did so um, well and and to hit on that i mean our, the cider if you guys have not tried that Pacific Pineapple Blade Two Towns. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, that is our number two seller. Hmm. Um, and obviously, because it's an easy drinking, you know, not beer kind yeah. of thing um, as a cider. But, uh, you know, those are gluten reduced. So oh. that that's something sure. to know about those. Um, uh, but, yeah, it does so well. It's such it's an easy seller. Um, so when we run out of that one, we hear about it and and you know but that happens Where's because kevin? as you're working with distributors yeah where is kevin yeah. i well, want to i, I want to talk to kevin your first year of business is tough to know yeah. how quickly things are going to go mm-hmm. oh we've had this keg in the back for the last three years right. really expected that one to go a little quicker than it did right yeah no and it, you know it is tough you know and i you know i give it to kevin for for taking that job on because it's it's difficult at times to know what people are going to like and mm-hmm. and some days you look up and you go oh goodness all we've got is ipas on here and then the next day it's you know a week later you're like oh i've got too many darks on there and mm-hmm. and so it's that rotation's difficult because you're just trying to to have backups all the time so yeah. i mean after the krtv interview for example we had two days in a row. We blew through, I would say, 12, 13 kegs. We had so many yeah. kegs empty. Oh, my gosh. Um, and thank goodness we had some backups coming in. Uh, it was unbelievable. And that's what you want, though. That's what yeah. that's what we strive for, right, is to, to blow through those kegs as fast as possible. Uh, so 
you know, we know that, uh, it, but it's a tough job. It's a tough mm-hmm. job to know what everybody's going to like. And it's hit yeah. and miss sometimes. Sometimes you put something on there and people go thumbs down, huh. you know, don't like it, whatever. Um, so I think a New England, I think we have one coming up, uh, Woodknocker, right? Uh, which is a great beer from 10 Mile Out in Helena. So mm. if you get a chance, come in and try that one. It's got Bigfoot on the label, too. So, you, know, <laughs> you can't beat Full that, no. right? Yeah. <laughs> got the Bigfoot on the label. Yes. You can't beat that. I'm just telling you, Kevin, it's a probably a thankless job because I'm telling you, if I had my own place that served beer, it would only have the beer I like. <laughs> and if you walked in and you're like, I want this, we'll go somewhere else because I don't <laughs> like that kind of beer, so I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> You're exactly right. I've had to fight that temptation. <laughs> mm. um, but that's where I welcome customers saying, hey, have you, try, have you tried this? Or I can't get this in town. Mm. And uh, we've got beers currently on tap that is because customers came in and said, I really like this this beer. And I'd never tried it um, or hadn't heard of it or something like that. So. Right. And we keep two uh, nitros on tap. Oh. So we have never replaced or Cali creaming out of from Mother Earth out of California because that is super popular. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we might be the only one that has it on nitro on tap here in town. Uh, but I I have a feeling if we took that off permanently, we would hear about it. Yeah, people now, would revolt. <laughs> now that you said that, I don't have a backup keg for that. So. Oh, no. I know, I know you oh, don't. No, <laughs> Kevin, where's you Kevin? wanna? Yeah, where's Kevin? You need a notepad to make. <laughs> <laughs> write that so down it's about so to go sure off, check that off. <laughs> hurry up hurry get down there people um so i wanted to go back earlier we talked about you've spent your career in the military now you are sampling and responding to people who say where's kevin when well, you run out might of your still beer be at the military. right so tell me about <laughs> your your day life here you're at the military and then you go answer people's beck and call for their beer what mm. do you what do you do in the military and then what's that like kind of having those two different Two different worlds. Well, it can be a little chaotic yeah. at times. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm actually retired from the military okay. now, so I only work as a I work as a government civilian out on okay. out on the base, but I still work for a military unit. Um, and then, but it it seems to work pretty well because I've got I've gotten into that the uh, the base crowd, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And so we have quite a few customers that do come in from the base. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's a ready population base to, yeah. to draw from yeah. and, and it's great. And we're constantly getting people from, from all over the country, especially all over the world that will come in and, and it's brand new, brand new customers. We learn from them just like they learn from us. So mm-hmm. it actually, it kind of works hand in hand, but, but I didn't realize when we got into this, I thought I was taking on a, <clears throat> a major part-time job. Didn't realize it was a major <laughs> full second time. full-time job. And I can Dan, only imagine. Dan, yeah. and, Dan and I can get a little run down from time to time. I, so, Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, you have your normal lives, families, jobs, starting this, people wanting their beer and demanding it. <laughs> well, and that's, that's why we give the shout out to our staff because, yeah. you know, without them, obviously, who else would be serving as mm-hmm. well, right? So, uh we have a great staff, which is allows us to to you know be away from the tap room at some point. So and and we we trade off at times as well, um, taking a day off here and there and stuff like that. But you know we understood all that coming into it. Sure. Um, you know, Steve out in Helena, my brother, 
This but partner that doesn't deal with kind of a thorn in our side. Yeah. He doesn't have, he just shows up and He's goes, Hey, here. I own the joint, yeah. you know, and, and walks in. So Helped we, but we do have some to, flavors yeah. and that's about, yeah. yeah. No, but, uh, obviously Steve has been an integral part of the, uh, you know, the startup and, and getting mm-hmm. it off the ground and everything. So, uh, we definitely need to give him a shout out for that. And he's taking on some more responsibility, but, uh, uh, hey, but Dan, it, it's hard. He lives all the way in <laughs> Helena. Right. Where the beer is coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's a big hour drive. Yeah, and I will say this, Steve was our in for Missouri River. So it was Steve's well, I guess he was friendship yeah. with Scott <laughs> Hansing out there that allowed us to, to do this partnership with Annie's Beer. So. Well, I can't thank you enough for the beer <laughs> and for what you're doing yeah. uh telling annie's story i just That's love so cool. a good business that has a good solid story mm-hmm. rooted in this area uh it's just amazing so people if you're listening i don't know why you wouldn't go hang out in a tenacious <laughs> ladies historic area yeah. um drink some of the her namesake beer and i'm excited to learn more about her too like look for those the articles and things you'll have hanging up yeah um it's just been fun yeah and i hope it continues to be fun for you both <laughs> and steve yeah and good old steve. <laughs> i hope steve pulls his weight a little bit more <laughs> we do too yeah. it is it is a lot of fun uh mm-hmm. actually um, being in the tap house while it's open, being able to talk to customers and everything. That's really the only fun part about running the business. <laughs> <That's kinda laughs> everything, like... everything else is just work. work. Yeah. Really excited to have people come downtown. Please experience the downtown. They're doing, the city is doing some amazing things downtown. Uh, come patronize us, but also come patronize all of our, uh, mm-hmm. the other businesses around there. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, Pedlet, uh, are we planning a Pedlet outdoor dining? Pedlet is oh, such a weird term, but is. will there be outdoor dining options? Drinking, we definitely drinking have, options? Yeah. yeah, we definitely have the patio um, as part of our license and, and, and everything. So Pedlet, probably not this summer. Uh, maybe next summer we'll look at that, but mm-hmm. we will definitely have outdoor tables, tables and yeah. chairs and chairs. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. That's all I need. <laughs> Little All sunshine, I need for summer. little beer. I love it in the winter, mm-hmm. but sometimes people want a little heater. Uh, they're softer than Annie would have been. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Annie wouldn't have demanded a heater. <laughs> she was tough. No, she was tough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, while we were shivering, she's out there shoveling snow. So having yeah. her nine children working her homestead and yeah. yeah. Well, thank you both for coming in. It's been a blast. And folks, uh, we can't wait to see you in Great Falls at Annie's, at mm-hmm. Mighty Mo, Keller Guys, anywhere mm-hmm. you want to go. Um, but check out Annie's, the newest establishment in the downtown area serving uh, drinks for your enjoyment, mm-hmm. um, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. <laughs> so until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy face here in our wonderful community of Great Falls, Montana. We hope you are creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you are. See you soon. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town.